start now? Can I start now? Can I start now? Two, one, go. Do we start now? Do we start? Yeah. Do we start already? <laughs> no, okay. Uh, this is episode 162 of the Dual Shocker Shotcast, and this is our first live episode. And as you can see, we're off to a great start, just hitting the ground running. Yep. Um, this evening, I am joined by Joel Tavares, one of our co-founders. What's going on, everybody? Tony Polanco. What's going on, people? Ryan Meitzler. I'm watching you. Hello. <laughs> and George's beard trimmer, really. Oh, my yep. God. And George Jimenez. I'm watching you, watching me, watching you. <laughs> Shit's going to go. Um, yes, we have a lot to talk about, and we, we were so... We're so good at this that we totally forgot who's doing the new releases. We totally forgot about that, guys. Oh, yeah, we didn't even think about that. No, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Who's handling this shit? This is how organized we are. <laughs> yeah, we're extremely organized. All right, I'll do the new releases. Yeah, you do that shit. Myself. Today is the 18th. Uh, all right. So, for the week of February 16th to the 23rd, you've got Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare for the Xbox 360 and Xbox hands, One. Dave. <laughs> oh shit, you can see that. <laughs> Good lord. Um, Tomba 2, The Evil Swine Return, PS1 Classic for PlayStation 3 Network. Earth Defense Force 2025 for PS3, 360, and PSN. Strider for PS4, PS3, and Xbox One. Uh, Assassin's Creed Free Freedom Cry Standalone for PSN, PS4, PC. Uh, Banished for the PC, Forest Legends for the, P the PlayStation Network, Mr. Driller for the PS1 Classic, uh, Neo Contra as a PS2 Classic uh, for the PlayStation Network, Rayman Legends for the PS4, 99 Levels to Hell for Steam, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze for the Wii U, and Go Go Nippon, my first trip to Japan on Steam for the PC. I don't even know what that last title was. About. I was surprised. That's why I paused. I'm like, I what am I reading right now? I don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what do you guys think? Go go Nippon, man. That's the shit right there. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with Strider for obvious reasons. <laughs> of course. This Strider, dude, is fucking awesome. That's my I'm, pick. I'm gonna go with Titanfall Beta. Exactly. <laughs> that, I, I suppose that's your prerogative, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> My prerogative. George, you're going to say the same thing, I bet, right? I'm going to go with the Timefall beta. Of but course you are. I played with Joel, because Joel's really bad. So. I, am. <laughs> I am. I heard. I heard. You were shouldering the whole team. No, no, no. Wait. <laughs> yeah, no, no. First of all, George is a murderer. <laughs> that's, it's not that I'm bad, it's that he's a mass murderer. It's just that I get all the kills that there's just no, nothing for anyone else. All your kills are belong to George. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Ryan, what do you pick? Uh, I'm going to pick an actual game, and I'll go with Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. <laughs> oh, shots fired! <laughs> uh, I played the demo at the Nintendo World a couple weeks ago, and it was really fun, so I will go with that. Very nice, very nice. Suck it, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Titanfall shit. I didn't get a beta code. What's I, I don't care, you know. Um, I'm gonna go with the Plants vs Zombies Garden Warfare. I also played that personally, and uh, that is also a game that's a lot of fun. Um, all right, so we're gonna get right into it. Uh, first thing we're gonna talk about, uh, since we kind of mentioned it already, uh, George and Joel, you guys both had a chance to play the Titanfall beta. Uh, so why don't you give us your thoughts on that? 
<clears throat> George, you want to open it up, or do you want me uh, to get things get things going? It's up to you. Uh, Joel, let's go with the weak link, Joel. <laughs> oh, shit. I'd, I'd I, like I, to hear Joel's perspective from okay. someone, <laughs> someone who just didn't dominate. I want to know what it was like <laughs> Well, um, no, now here's the surprising thing about me not being able to dominate. Uh, the, thing about, the thing about Titanfall, the funny thing about Titanfall is that the um, what, what Respawn has actually done is that they've, they found a very hard... Uh, they, they, they accomplish something that's not very easy nowadays, and that's making the barrier of entry rather low and creating something that um, that I, I would say weekend warriors, people that don't have a lot of time to invest in those kinds of shooters, can actually just pick up and enjoy. So it's... And this is coming from someone who's who spent... You know, I, I put a lot of time into Battlefield uh, on the PS4 I, uh, and other shooters as well, and a lot of those games, it's like if you're not consistently playing them, you can't just pick it up again, because then you just get mowed down by the people that have been playing and have been practicing. So it's kind of hard when you have, like, a job and shit, right, to uh, to be able to jump back into games um, after spending X amount of time away from the, away from a certain title. So Titanfall definitely looks like one of those titles that uh, will be easy to pick up and put down, and I think that's going to be a, much of, a lot of the appeal behind it. That's, that's what I got from the beta. Um, in terms of system seller, I guess... Well, I'll let, I'll let, me, I'll let, let George talk about it, because I, I, I just want to touch base on that. <laughs> if, this thing, if this is going to sell... Okay. Uh, you don't seem uh, convinced, though, Joel. Xboxes. I think the opposite. I think that this is the... I think if you have an Xbox One, this was the game you were waiting for. <sighs> I don't know. I, you, yeah, see it. <laughs> like I said, you weren't really that good at it, but... Um, from from what I was oh, playing, I, 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 I will agree. In if you're, your, your, if you're your, one, this is the game for. Yeah, this is the game for you. This is the kind of game you've been kind of waiting around for. But I will agree with Joel that the barrier for entry for this game is super low, because and there's so many interesting new mechanics that you're just not familiar with. That's the whole idea. I I fell in love with just the traversal element of the game, where I've gotten matches without even jumping inside a fucking Titan, just because you're just kind of zipping around from rooftop to rooftop with your little jetpacks, and you're just always on top of someone, or catching someone from behind, or just jumping out of a window, and then through a window, and then just downstairs, and then before you know it, you're on the third floor or something. It's it's, it's pretty neat. Um, That's only a good thing. It does. It's, it's not so reliant on, on the Titans. Yeah. No, it's not. not. I was not expecting that. I was expecting, you know, it, it's always just like, alright, I need to get this fucking Titan, and the Titan dominates. It's really dependent on, you know... One single titan can't just charge into an area because you get swarmed like rats coming all over you. Because you can you know, it, it turns into titan shower rape. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. So you'll notice that like a lot of times the anyone in a titan is always kind of keeping their distance and just doing just kind of long range artillery. And if you get you know if you get a titan out in the open field and you're on foot, you do not stand a chance. But as soon as you lure a titan in between buildings where you're just kind of oh. hop over them, they're they're just done. And yeah, so and. You get a very there's a good Call of Duty vibe to it. Like when you're playing it, you do get that sense of like, you know, oh yeah, guys who made Modern Warfare made this game, and you get that almost almost immediately as soon as you start picking your loadout and your classes and then going into perks, they they manage to really hit that uh that kind of carrot on the stick gameplay where it's like, hey, you like using that gun? If you get 20 more kills, you get to unlock some sort of scope or something. I'm like, all right, right. I guess I'll get 20 more kills. Uh, but yeah, like I said, it's super early in the beta. It could still easily be like a battlefield where if you're not playing for two weeks, you're so far behind that everyone's ranked up by you. But it seems with the what they call the burn cards, which is these uh, like one-time use things. So if like if you're just doing really bad, you, could, you use a burn card, and all of a sudden you have here's a super rifle that should last you a life. 
So if you're really falling behind, you just use some of your burn cards. It's like, oh, do you need extra health? There's a burn card for that. You want to tighten in one minute? Here you go. There's a burn card for that. So, yeah, the the beta when I had it was super fun, but like I said, it's too early to tell just because everyone's so, like, ooh, shiny robots and shit blowing up. They're just snapping yeah, to it, yeah. Yeah, every, you're just having a lot of fun to it. Uh, but if you just want to sit, be like, I'm kind of curious to see what it's going to be like to sit back for a full week with it or just give me two weeks with Titanfall and then, yeah, I can tell you whether it's going gonna, it's gonna to have any staying power at all. Because, yeah, it's going to be insane for first two weeks, maybe in the first month of a million right. people on it. But you got to see where that kind of drop-off point where it is because you want to get a game like, you know, you want a Halo or a Gears where, yeah, people are always going to be playing it. There's something that kind of always pulls you back, and that's more of like a balanced, good map selection. So, yeah, but so far I, I'm digging Titanfall. I think it, uh, I think the beta was good for two reasons. One was, well, you know, it's, it's a beta, so whatever. But Did you feel like you were playing a beta? Like no, both of you? Did you? Uh, it seemed pretty polished. Yeah, it felt pretty polished. I think this is more just testing out server architecture and just like let's try to get as many people on this at once. But I also think it's just to alleviate some doubt as far as people who are just kind of iffy about Titanfall. So I I don't think they would have released that beta if they weren't like a hundred you know if it wasn't a hundred percent playable. Like they it, it seems like all the kinks were already worked out and this was just like to me this was not a beta. This was just a fancy demo of the game. Just right. to get people up and talking, because yeah, every, everyone's right. talking. Everyone I've spoken to who's played the beta is kind of like, yeah, I, I was surprised. I'm digging it. So, good well, job, respawn. One of the things that I liked also uh, about the the way the the gameplay plays out. Well, first of all, really quick, um, if if anyone at like now I figured it out. So when I first played a couple of matches, I was like, okay, I think I just had a seizure for ten minutes. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that is true. Yeah, you're very oh, frank. You're like, it's yeah. very frantic. You're like, what the hell's going on? There's yeah, missiles like, oh, and robots, and then that guy's on a roof. And oh shit, he's not on a roof. People can turn invisible. One of your first moves. <laughs> Your first, your first special move is close. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, you yeah. just go right invisible. And I'm like, this is fucking insane. And what kept freaking me out is everyone kept using that because uh, all the uh, pilot classes, meaning the little soldier guys, you get your own abilities and your own perks. The Titans also have your own abilities and your own perks. So you can pick a Titan loadout and then think Call of Duty. So one of the perks is the nuclear ejection, which I completely fell in love, where if your Titan's down, you can eject, and then you detonate your nuclear reactor. So you just kind of see these little white lights that come out of nowhere and then literally just nuclear mushroom cloud. So if you get a bunch of people doing that at once, it's literally just, you're going to go blind at some point. Jesus. It's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, the best way to describe any match, pretty much, is uh, think of the last 15 minutes of any Transformers movie. That's Titanfall. <laughs> oh, no, nah, no, nah, stop. <laughs> I'm getting a headache just thinking about it. It's, 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 it's exhausting. It's, <laughs> Titanfall <laughs> is exhausting. Like, it's so exhausting that they give you, like, almost two minutes of just rest time in between matches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's pretty crazy because like when things get like really frantic, if you're still on foot or whatever, if you're waiting for your you know maybe your first titan got blown up and it's like deep into a match and there's a bunch of titans on the map, like you'll be indoors, you know, and you're trying to leave and go out into the street. Um, mm-hmm. and that I forgot the name of that one map where it's like a you know a, you know it's like a city area. Angel so City, probably. Angel yeah. City, yeah. yeah. So you're in Angel City and you're like in a building and you try to leave. You walk out the front door and there's like four titans going at it in the middle of the street. You're like, oh no, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going out that way. You know, so it's 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 pretty intense. Hmm. Uh, is it going to be that system seller? I don't know. I think so. I mean, I'm just going to be curious, well, considering that the game's going to have no single players. It's going to be a pure multiplayer game. So, sixty bucks for multiplayer, though. That's the price. That's the thing that that I'm finding like that's like a hard pill to find. Did you guys hear it's actually going to be a campaign though of sorts within the um, multiplayer? The, the, it's, like, it's like a shared campaign thing. The right? Something like the, that. The tor- yeah. The story's going to be told in like snippets pre and post match. So I think every map is going to have its own kind of like self-contained story because the game also has NPC units. So 
as you're playing, you feel like you're part of a larger battle that's going on, particularly if you play mm. the one match, uh, was it Fracture, the one with all the oil things? You'll see a bunch of spaceships overhead, and, like, Titanfall's a really pretty game when you're not just, like, running around and just, like, having a seizure. If you, like, take a moment and, like, look up at the sky, it's just very, it's a very busy skybox, and just stuff going on in the background is just like, oh, that's neat. And I like the additions of, like, the NPC just kind of throwaway soldiers that you can kill for points and farm. Like, I did a match where one person said, like, listen, I suck. What should I do? And one person said, just kill the fucking grunts and get out of the way. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> is there's I, always I, that guy. There's always that one guy. Yeah, that was me, actually, yelling at the guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, haven't, I haven't used my headset in my Xbox One for so long that I was just like, oh, right, I have a headset for this stupid thing. And I'm there, I'm just like... Having trying to have conversation with people and you just get, start getting into it. You're, you're like, barking yeah. orders at people. Well, you get you always get that one guy who's just kind of like, oh, it's my first time playing. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, you. Might <laughs> <not> <laughs> like, you yeah. were that guy once, George. No, but never. Like, you have a gun. In there, you have to draw a map for them. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Shooter, shoot Figure the shoot the red guys or the blue guys. That's it. Like, fuck. Actually, I have a question. Do you notice you're playing within like? When you're in the heat of a battle and you're running across rooftops and jumping off walls and then you're getting in Titans, mm-hmm. are, are, are the NPCs like noticeable or does it all kind of blend together oh, in the heat I, of I battle? Think on the mini map, you can tell what's an NPC, yeah, on what's the a can, person. Yeah, the mini map, the the NPCs are small little dots. Uh, player units are big red circles. Um, okay. in, in in the field of battle, say like outside looking in, it looks like a really nice battlefield. But when you're actually fighting, you can tell who's an NPC and who's a you know and who's a pilot just because the NPCs look different and they also just kind of stand there and wait to be shot. So they are. Ah, oh, so, those NPCs. Uh, yeah. So it, it, they do. I notice the, the power of the cloud, guys. Yeah, the power of the cloud. Oh. But, but I do. I do notice <laughs> that the, I do notice that halfway through the match, the NPCs sort of upgrade to like robots with rocket launchers. So if you're in a Titan, you every once in a while you will start getting hit by someone. You're like, who the fuck is shooting? It's like, oh, is that little right. tiny asshole? And you just kind of step on them. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I heard about that. Like somebody um jumped at a Titan, like a human jumped at a Titan, and the Titan just fucking punched them into like a pail of like <laughs> oh, oh. That's hilarious. When yeah, you can rip pilots out of the Titans right before they blow up because um the Titans have a doomsday. Almost like in Gears of War, like when you're down but not out. Yeah. Uh, so in this one you have a doomsday, so when you're all when your shields are gone and your health is gone, you kinda have an extra five to ten seconds of life where you can decide, say, fuck it, I'm just gonna eject, or you can just sort of keep fighting. So what some people do, if you have that like nuclear that nuclear reactor bomb thing, you just kind of get as close to other titans as possible, then eject. But if a guy's smart enough and melees you right when you're ejecting, you literally grab the guy from thin air, you look at him, and you fucking chuck him across the map. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Or or the best is if you see people jumping around, you can literally just throw a punch, and they you and you'll connect, and you'll they'll just pop and just little. Explosion of blood and guts, and you just sit there like. <laughs> it's a rain of gore. It is. It is a rain of gore. Like I was, I, I've been accidentally stepped on all the times. Well, not not accidentally, but you know, because they were bad guys. But you know, you, you try to get like a good spot on, then he's not there, and then he can boost, and like Titans can boost, and it's like, why are they moving so goddamn fast? They're robots, and it, it's good though. But it's it's hectic and it's exhausting. Like it, like me and Joe were just like, man, we're, we we must be old. That that must be the issue. <laughs> No, it's crazy. Can't hang with them kids, man. It's a it's a crazy, it's a frantic experience, and I I mean I think the people that are gonna it's I think you're gonna have two very distinct camps. You're gonna love Titanfall, 
mm. oh, you're just going to buy Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's just, shit. you know, you're just going to buy, like, those, you know, military shooters. But type Hold on, is it, different enough from, is it different enough from Call of Duty that Call of Duty fans won't actually like to play this game? Is it that much of a divide? That's, well, that's my concern. I'm wondering if those fans, like, I think a lot of those military shooter fans get thrown <laughs> off by, like, futuristic stuff and, like... I, and that's why I'm saying I, I don't know if it's going to grab that audience. But, again, you know, Respawn's not stupid. The PR behind it, EA is not stupid. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're definitely not, you know, they're embracing the idea that these guys came from, you know, Infinity War that came from Activision. You never tell them, you never hear them say, like, oh, don't mention that. You're like, don't mention Call of mm-hmm. Duty. Don't mention their previous work. They want people to know that. They want people to know who Respawn is and, and the fabric that, that's, that's, uh, that this game is made with. Yeah, and I think people will be into, like, I think if you're a hardcore Call of Duty fan, you kind of want to see where, you know, there's a Call of Duty pedigree here. So it's like, hey, Modern Warfare 2 was my favorite Call of Duty. I'm curious to see what the two guys who thought about that, what they're working <laughs> on right now. Like, I think I think hardcore Call of Duty fans would give it a chance. Right, and I think that's the most important thing. People that give it a chance are going to like it. Uh, All right. Yeah. I'm ready. Do you guys have any holy shit moments during Titanfall, like when you're playing? Aside from people getting punched in the face and blown up? Holy shit, thank God it's over. (laughs) (laughs) There there is the... uh, My favorite part is actually the end of the match, because uh, the end of every Titanfall match is something called an epilogue. So what would happen is, uh, say, I'm in one team and Joel's on another team. My team wins... There's still a chance for Joel's team, even if they were like utterly defeated, to net some extra EXP just to not feel like complete losers. And what will happen is be like, hey, surviving pilots, we're going to send an evac ship to this point in 30 seconds. So from there, it becomes one life for everyone. So people are trying to escape. The winning team is trying to blow up the uh, escape shuttle or kill all the pilots in there. So it becomes this really cool kind of like cat and mouse game. And it's then, like Black Hawk Down right there, Jesus. Yeah, yeah it's, pretty, it's pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's pretty intense, because once you actually make it inside the hangar, you could still, the inside the ship, you can still be shot at, and your ship could still be blown up. So you're just in there shooting out your ship. Hoping and, that people blow that shit up. Yeah, and, and I've seen some really cool strategies where people are like, fuck it, I'm going to put my Titan follow mode, I'm going to get in this shuttle, and hopefully people don't kill me. I have a question, because I obviously haven't played this game. Who are you fighting against? Are you fighting against aliens or other humans? Uh, humans? I think you're like, it's an army versus rebel army, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's typical sci-fi bullshit. It's like a galactic <laughs> empire versus rebels? I, I, oh, I wait. No, I, I, there, I had no sense of what the story is like. Oh, you're, you're the liberation army of the blah, blah, blah. I'm like... Do you talk shit about Star Wars right now, do I definitely made a Star Wars reference. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's why I just went right through it. Like, no, no I don't have the satisfaction. No. Jesus Christ! Hold on, you were talking about Star Wars, and then you said Trekkies do two different things. And it's like you, know, you can't even comment on that. It's yeah, just, no, just no, let them. I, I was commenting on that Dave the has this, that he has this he is a Star Trek So every everything he says about Star Wars is set with like a little bit of venom behind it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so keep. It's like keep oh, eating your, keep eating your dominoes, David. <laughs> I ate the dominoes already. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go ask Domino's. Um, all right, yeah, so we're going to move on. Uh, there's one more game that uh, you guys are playing right now that we're going to talk about. It is, uh, well, it's DLC, uh, Left Behind for The Last of Us. Uh, Ryan and Tony, you guys played that, right? Do you want to say some stuff about it? I know it's the yeah. most innovative DLC ever. I wouldn't uh, do it. Blow. <laughs> oh, Shots man. Fired. I had to. But, um, yeah, so this thing actually came out on Valentine's Day, which is actually appropriate if you actually played it. Ryan, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's just like the game, man. Like, 
just be prepared to have your fucking heart ripped out of your chest because it's another tearjerker. It's amazing. Naughty Dog, man. They like I, I don't know can, how much of this can we talk about because I don't want to spoil it for people that haven't actually played it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't spoil story. Since though. we're doing it live, yeah, I can't really like yeah. leap or, or anything. Yeah, that's fine. But you know, I, I did a review for it. You know, check that out. But yeah, it's really great. Like, you know, that's the that's the thing I like about you know the, the franchise. It's you know it has to you know it's a third person shooter, but it's more about survival, and you can't just run around like you fucking Rambo and shit. It's so, really about survival and stuff, and it's all about the the characters, and they really emphasize that. I like the fact that this game took a totally different. It's telling two stories at once, and one story is like totally totally different than um, the actual proper game, but it actually makes the ending a lot more, like, meaningful because of that. It's just fucking amazing. Yeah. Brian, what do so, you think? Yeah, I was going to say, like Tony said, like, this is definitely more story-focused. Um, it's very light on combat. There's only really, like, two or three, like, big combat set pieces pretty much that take place in it. But otherwise, yeah, like Tony said, like, it's very emotional and very story-driven. Um, and even though it's really short, it's only, like, two or three hours at most, really, to beat it. it yeah. I think it does a good job of telling its own story, but also also bring the light some stuff from the original game uh, that makes you see it in a slightly different perspective, maybe, from how you saw the original game. So that's... Uh, and it's a shame that there's not going to be more story DLC, because I could totally see them doing, like, epistotic sort of, like, DLC for it. That would have been awesome, but... Yeah, uh, I'm actually so... glad they, they went back in time with this, because I was really... Because the ending to Last of Us was perfect, as far as I'm concerned. Anything that would happen after that would kind of ruin the experience. I'm glad yeah. they kind of went back with that. Um, Joel, you were going to ask something? Uh, uh, I was just going to say the uh, no, was, uh, Tony kept emphasizing the the uh, the, the, the the hurt that he yeah, hurt. felt. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm wondering if uh, George R R Martin is maybe maybe he's not finishing the Game of Thrones books because he's busy <laughs> stories. Is that, yeah, is that what's going be, on? Maybe. Yeah, it's it's close it's close to that. <laughs> um, I want to say this. I actually tweeted this out because I love this because okay. I'm sure you guys have had this problem with DLCs before. A DLC comes out months after the game comes out. You pop it in, you're like, how the fuck do I play this? I totally forget. So this thing at the beginning is like, you remember how to play this? If so, click here. If you don't remember how to play this, we'll give you a tutorial. I'm like, thank you, Naughty Dog, because I forgot how to play this fucking game. Yeah, that was great. I really yeah. appreciated that. That was that was a nice little touch that they put it into, which was kind of nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. I so really, on a scale, yeah. I. I Okay, on a scale of of heavy rain to journey, uh, how much did this make you cry at the end? Mass Effect um... three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I welled man. up a little in, bit in, in that in, one, so in, in, in a good way, not because the ending was bad way. Yeah, yeah. That Thane scene in Mass Effect Three, all right. That got me a little. Yeah, crazy. yeah. Right. Now that that was some real shit right there. Yeah. I thought you were gonna ask this like on a scale of one to ten because I gave the thing a nine and one guy was like, "Only a nine? I'm like, since when is a fucking nine bad? <laughs> you know? Oh, it's I've seen people complain about nines before. Yeah, but no, it's it, it deserves it. It's fucking great. From heavy rain to journey. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Yeah, it's, a, it's above beyond. Yeah. <laughs> Jason, that's Jason. Up. Yeah, that's all I got to say about that. I don't want to spoil it. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to talk about it in more detail because it's so short, and saying anything might give stuff away. But overall, spoiler it's really territory. Good. It's yeah. A good, yeah, it's a good extension of The Last of Us, especially if you're a fan of of the the original game, and it's definitely worth playing. Definitely. All right. 
I'm definitely going to check it out myself. A friend of mine has my copy of The Last of Us, so I got to wait. Motherfucker. I'm not. <laughs> I know, right? That's actually, I said that, like, I, I went to my wall where I have my games, I'm like, all right, let me get The Last of Us out, you know, it's Valentine's Day, and then the game wasn't there, and I just, I just have to say to myself, motherfucker. Oh, ch- if you get the chance to, check out the Facebook pages of Tony and I for uh, a little surprise from the oh, game as yeah, well. Oh, so. yeah, that, that was fun, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah cause, uh, little... I'm not going to give it away, but the thing asks you, like, do you want to link to Facebook? I'm like, okay, you can link to Facebook. Yeah, if you check our Facebook pages, there's a fun Last of Us surprise, so. Yeah, Ryan, you were surprised too, because when I went to my Facebook, I was like, what the fuck yeah, is yeah. that? Yep, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Yep. I'm looking Oh, that's what that that's what that's from. Yeah, I saw that. I'm, no, I saw that. I'm like, where did he find this? What the hell is he like? Like, like what is Ryan doing with that? Oh, okay. Well, now it makes sense. <laughs> you think Ryan's just trolling? Both of them? I'm just, I'm just like, what the fuck is he doing? He's in Coney Island. Just it was a photo. <laughs> one of my friends actually went, Tony. Who are those people? And why are they not real? I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh man, I got some interesting friends. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. owns a yeah. computer. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna. Play um, it. What happened? You're I'm not, not gonna, gonna play it. You know, why? I think Last of Us ended just fine, and I'm like, you know what? I don't need to go back into this universe because, first of all, that universe is a fucking bummer. <laughs> And that that game just left you kind of emotionally drained at the end, where it's like, you know what? I don't. I, this is not going to end well, so I don't need to. I don't. Need yeah. Anymore, so. And he just finished paying off his therapist bills. Yeah. So, <laughs> once a week now. Oh my god, man! All right, what else we got going on? Uh, okay, we're, we're gonna jump around the itinerary a little bit. Um, the Order, eighteen eighty-six. Has anybody seen the new trailer for this? Yeah. That- trailer is nuts. The gameplay is nuts. Uh, a little quick-timey, uh, but um, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, it looks ridiculous. So, if, if I don't know. If that's the game running broken, apparently like it's like a yeah. build, I can't even imagine what the polished version is going to look oh, like. Oh, really? Wait, that's the reason that they're giving? What? Cause, no, because I saw it and I was just like, you know, it looks alright, but I wasn't like blown away, honestly. Maybe so, I'm just more cynical this week. I don't know. So you on are. a scale of Rise, Son of Rome, to... <laughs> <laughs> to Wait, God of War 3. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's, no, it's not that quick time. I don't, I don't think it was that quick time, was it? No, no, it wasn't like that. Um, And Dave, I'm actually glad you said that, because I saw this, and I'm like, mm, I wasn't that impressed. Like, okay, I like the art style. I like the world they set up, but it's a third-person shoot. I, I kind of wanted something new in terms of gameplay. It still looked the same. You know, so I wasn't too impressed. I mean, I'm still gonna get the game. It's just I wasn't as blown away as I was expecting to be. Yeah. But graphically, yeah, it looks fucking beautiful. Like yeah. that's what we want to see in next gen games. So yeah, I, I don't know. I saw I saw a couple of uh, what is it GIF or GIF? Whatever, it's GIF. Uh, I saw a couple of GIFs that like you know showcased some parts of the game that looked pretty cool. But when I saw the trailer and everything in context. And you know they're ripping off the black oil from the X Files. I was just like, you know, that's uh, oh shit, <laughs> it's alright. Uh, nice. <laughs> no, because I honestly watched the trailer for the uh, the X Files movie, and I'm like, they really took the black oil from this. Stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is yeah, just it's like, gonna be one of those wait and see things yeah. for me. I mean, the the gameplay sounds interesting. It's just I need to see it more in context. So probably at E3 they'll have like a bigger demo, hopefully. Uh, but that's what I'm waiting for right now. I'm not really fapping over it right now. 
you know, you're just kind of rubbing it a little, right? You're not full on flapping. <laughs> just the tip. Just, just the tip. <laughs> did, so yeah. did anyone get any like uh, Killzone Two vibes from this trailer or? I haven't I haven't played Killzone. No, because well, no, it yeah, actually that, looks like the game. You know, the game actually looks like the fucking trailer. Oh no, that, that's like the Killzone. game. No, that's a hundred percent. That's game. the game. That's yeah, not, that's not a target render. That's game. Yeah, that's that's why I was looking. I was like, oh, it looks neat, but then I'm like, mm, no, that's real. That's that's the actual thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Them shadows look a little too I know. good. George, <laughs> George, George, when you get a PS4, you're gonna see that <laughs> it does exist. It's it's legit. It, when, it, it, when he trades in his <laughs> Xbox One. <he> gets <laughs> You're going to be like, holy shit, look at these graphics. This is amazing. That's 60 wh- frames a second? What? Oh 1080p? What is that? <laughs> it's only a matter of time before that came up. It's only a matter of time. I, I, don't, mean, I don't mean to troll you, troll you George, but I mean, uh, I mean, that's one thing. I mean, not to go back to Titanfall, it doesn't look that great. The PC stuff looks really nice. Yeah, the PC the stuff, stuff looks nice. But, but the Xbox One, it was just, okay. It looked nice. And yeah, I mean, Titanfall is the one that's 792p, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, those extra seventy-two pixels go a long way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. No, uh, <laughs> I mean the auto. Yeah, go looks, ahead, go ahead. The auto looks really good, but let me tell you um, a game that looks. I mean, George, I, I think I think Tony was playing it, but uh, Tomb Raider defend. Uh, defend oh yes. looks <laughs> fucking nuts. Let me tell you right now, that game looks crazy. And considering that it was just an up-res, you know, PC port, mm-hmm. it looks crazy. Like, so far, that's the best PS4 game I've seen, visually. I, I find it interesting think, that the two games that I find most visually impressive on the PS4 are ports of other games. Assassin's Creed 4 blew me away, and then Tomb Raider's like, what the fuck is this? This is amazing. Yeah, like, Assassin's, Creed, those, Assassin's Creed 4 blew my mind. When, yeah, that was amazing. Got, as soon as you zoom out of the pirate ship, and you're just yeah. kind of just sailing, and they're singing, you're like, oh, balls, this is really nice. <laughs> you know what parts impressed me the most? When you had to do the, the fort missions at night with the rain and all the fire. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Whoa. Or just random yeah. cyclones just all over the place. It was, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I, I'm with Joel. That, I, 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 feel like, I feel like Tomb, Ra- Tomb Raider looks even better than that. Like Tomb Raider looks. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I think um, if out, out of everything I've seen so far, um, the, the top ones uh, are visually are Killzone and Tomb Raider, but Tomb Raider is I think it's better than Killzone. And that's I agree. First, and that's a third party going over a first party game. Um, and I, I I I put the order up there with Tomb Raider because I I don't know. It's just there's something about seeing still shots and then seeing something something in action. I felt like the the movement and the fluidity of everything we saw in that gameplay video today was pretty nuts. And I, I, I don't know. I, I just like to pick up on the little details uh, when watching stuff like that. And the transition between quick time to gameplay, there was no difference in visual fidelity at all. It was literally cutscene gameplay, cutscene gameplay, quick time event, and it's just it, and that's an interactive experience. I think that's that's what I took away from today's gameplay. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Joel. Specifically, yeah. uh, remember when we saw the first first trailer for Watch Dogs two years uh-huh. ago? And I, and I was were, were you, you were at E3 with me that year? Yeah, right? yeah, that, that was my first uh, first E3. Well, you said it's like, like and I was like, this is next gen, this is next gen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and like like when we first saw it, I because this is what it's reminding me of. When we first saw it, we were acting the way we're acting right now about the order, where we're just losing our minds. Right. I feel like it's just like I don't know, just like the the initial stuff we're seeing, it just doesn't seem like it's enough for me right now. Because the like Watch Dogs at this point, we've seen more of it, and it's kind of I don't know that that anticipation's kind of depreciated a little bit. 
Yeah, well, th- but that, that that's what it's gonna, that's what's going to happen. You got to keep in mind, right? So we got to look at look at the cycles and in, in which these games are made, right? So Watch Dogs is probably production for what, four years now. Mm-hmm. You know? And you know, I'm not saying that the order hasn't been, but the order was probably been in production for the last three years. So they've got that year of leeway using newer tech, using newer techniques. Mm. You know, and it's just that's just the way you know it's always going to move forward. You know, and and honestly, we're going to look back at games like the order, games like Titanfall, and be like, oh, it looked like shit. You know, that's just that's well, just Titanfall, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> you said look back, but five minutes ago you were like, "Man, that game was like shit." It, it, no, no, no. I, I'm just it looks it. okay. It looks okay. When, when you get like six years into it, you'll look back at the stuff. Right when uh, you can afford an right, extension system. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, when we get to that point, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just that's always the way it's going to be. So early on, and again, even even Watch Dogs. Look, I mean, look how good. Assassin's Creed Black Flag looks compared to Assassin's Creed 2. You know, same engine. Yeah. But but what they do is they build on what they, on the foundation they've already laid down, and they make it just uh, better, shinier, nicer, bigger, louder, faster. You know, stuff like that. So again, all these games are just going to look better as we get further and further to the generation. But that's a, that's a normal thing to happen. So you see, I get it. And uh, now here's the other thing too. Watch Dogs looked amazing two years ago. But that was before we saw, you know, a Tomb Raider on last gen consoles looking as good mm-hmm. as what Watch Dogs mm-hmm. looked like at E3 two years ago. You know, good point. So, yeah, yeah. So you you got to look at it, in, in, I guess, in that light. You know. Yeah, and think perspective. Like this. Yeah, yeah. If, if look how good the order looks now, and that's an old build of the game. Imagine when it actually launches; it's going to look really fucking good. You know. Right. I think my biggest concern is I try I try to take these trailers with almost like a grain of salt because I keep yeah, thinking exactly. I keep Kinda thinking happened. of I keep thinking of the aliens colonial marines like rope a dope that they tried doing or just to bait and switch. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, man. It's like yeah, oh, let's, let's see when the order comes out and people are like, oh, this is it looks good, but let's pull this trailer and just do a side by side. They put all their money in the Borderlands, sir. The order, the order's the next Colonial Marines. Jorge's calling it. <laughs> I, hate, I hate you, Jorge. If you're right. No, but I, yeah, that was. I go, so I go to every game with just completely optimistic. I hope the order is fantastic. I, yeah, I, I want games to do well. <laughs> I, I, I own no stock in Sony. I have no reason. Yeah, exactly. To defend the order, I think we just lost Dave. Yeah, we just lost uh, Dave. Lost Dave. Dave. Back. I mean, I have no reason to to def- to defend that game at all. But I I, I think um, I, I just I, I don't know the the way the these previews that happened like it wasn't just a gameplay reveal. They had journalists like having a hands off preview in Santa Monica. They had a they had a big event at uh, at at Sony at one of their like development studios where they showed off you know three titles. This was one of them. This was the final embargo of the three games shown. So I don't think they would actually show an eye, an eye a hands off eyes on demo, um, you know, running in real time if it was the the, the real thing. And it was a P- and, and it was a PS4. This wasn't like hey we're running, you know this is an alien war, but it's like a PS4. Like no, right, 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 yeah. and, that's, and that's the whole thing too, and and. Uh, the thing with Colonial Marines, the funny thing that it's funny you mentioned that because I remember seeing that game back at my very first uh, E3, which was 2010. <laughs> and, and seriously, that long ago, that's the first yeah. time I saw Alien uh, Col- uh, Colonial Marines, and it was that trailer, that bullshit trailer. Mm. And the following year, it was that bullshit trailer again. <laughs> <laughs> it was there was not even a hands-off demo. It was just like bullshit trailers after bullshit trailers. And then we got we finally had gotten to like PAX East. The year of its release, and then you finally saw some 
snippets of gameplay, mm. but never the final product. You know, so uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how that that's gonna how that's gonna be uh, how that's gonna wind up. But uh, we'll we'll see. What well, right. was the yeah, All since right, well, Dave is gone, I'm going to take this shit over. You got um, it. I, I, have yeah. the, I have the itinerary list. Yeah, I have it right here. So let's okay. move it on. Um, this is actually pretty big. Um, Irrational Games is shutting down. Ken Levine uh, is going to take 15 guys with him. Um, they're going to start another studio. And they want to focus more on um, narrative-driven games, but narrative that is replayable because well, with a lot of games that are narrative-based, you play them once and you're done. So, but they didn't say what that entails. Does it mean it's going to be like The Walking Dead, where it has like branching stories or anything like that? Um, so yeah, what do you guys think about you know the, this whole thing? What was there a mention of mobile on that too? Um, not in the thing yeah, I saw. No, not there was nothing about mobile. I mean, yeah. who knows what they're going to do? I mean, they said they want to make games for whatever the, you know the core audience. So I'm guessing you know may, maybe mobile. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. They didn't really go into specifics about that, but it's pretty interesting. I don't think anybody saw this shit coming either. So yeah, what do you guys think? Well, I'm hoping that they do Bioshock for Vita. That that's my guess. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's up in limbo now, isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think that was happening. I'm sorry, Ron. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. I, can, I, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm more curious to see what the behind-the-scenes was for this, because this this came out of nowhere, and there was no... I mean, it, it's not like Bioshock didn't sell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's yeah. not like they had a clunker on their hands, and I was like, listen, you guys got to get the fuck out of this office, all right? <laughs> like, you know how much money we paid for that Beast, Beach Boys song for you to remix? <laughs> <laughs> get out of my office, Ken Levine. I mean, we, we there's a couple things you have to take into consideration. Uh, I, I think... Uh, Looking at you have to look at Take Two as uh, as the conglomerate that it is, right? Yeah. So obviously we're they're not EA size, they're not Activision size, but they're they're a big publicly traded company. Now, um, they've had a couple games fall into into development hell. Hmm. Bioshock Infinite was one of those games. Um, Bioshock Infinite was a, was a game that was shown at E3 2011, uh, two, no, 2010 hmm. as a, as a video, 2011. As a hands-off thing, and then it didn't release until last year, right? Yeah, yeah last late. year, thirteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we're, we're talking about a game that got delayed twice, I believe. Yeah. Because it wasn't ready yet. Um, but keep in mind. So wait a minute. So you had GTA Five that cost Take Two a quarter of a billion dollars. Mm. <laughs> he, he's not exaggerating, <laughs> people. A quarter of a billion dollars. A quarter of a billion dollars. You had. The you had the XCOM game, not the tactical one, the other one, the, the one that yeah, the, the bureau, one. the bureau, yeah. bureau. XCOM the bureau that was a development hell. Apparently, they lost like 160 million dollars on that title, Shit. and that was for like seven years. Seven years. Yeah. Seven, that was crazy. Yeah, something absurd yeah. on that title, right? <clears throat> Wait, Take Two had to pay for the baseball license this whole time, right? Because they had a baseball <laughs> game. Yeah, that's right. So they had a baseball game, right? So. You got that's the whole thing. Like, so I, I think people see like they see like layoffs, they see like like uh, studios closing and stuff like that. But you you really when, when shit like this happens, it's not because Bioshock didn't sell well. Because I don't think that's the I don't think that's what it is. No, it's that there's so much other shit going on that that it becomes a victim of circumstance. And it's like, all right, we got to do something. We have to ax something. This year they didn't renew their baseball license, right? Um, so there's no baseball game coming from 2K, and right now Rational Games got pretty much shut down. 
But these are the things they have to make these kinds of decisions. You think they're going to call Rockstar and be like, listen, you guys got 17 offices. We need you to close one. Rockstar's going to be like, Rockstar's going to be like, close this. Close this. So now it's looking like if without GTA V, Take-Two Interactive literally looks like the worst publisher in the world. That's it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, and and I don't think they can wait around for Grand Theft Auto Five to be released every couple of years to sustain their business. Like, every yeah, couple, yeah, every five years every or so, time. dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they I don't mean, pump them out that frequently. Yeah, but when then they do, they make a lot of money. So it's like, yeah. are, are they really just focusing on just like the? Uh, like, remember, are, are they just sustaining on Rockstar games? Yeah, remember, Bioshock is not dead. Take Two still owns the properties, so mm-hmm. they're and, like, and they're going to continue it till exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> they did it without. They did it without irrational games. They did it with Two K Check, which also got closed. That yeah, also got closed a couple months true. ago. So, but I'm, and Two K Marin also got closed. Mm-hmm. They've been shutting yeah. down studios left and right. They, they're saving money. They're like, you know what? Fuck all these other games. Let's just make Grand Theft Auto games. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even make it. <laughs> it's basically no, but, just, they just beg Rockstar to just. We need some DLC. You guys are working on DLC, right? Please call just, him Dan. Dan, please. Dan, dying over here, please. I got rent to make. Uh, you know, it's but that that's the whole thing. So when you when you look at these closings, don't look at Ken Levine as he's like, uh, you know, like letting all these people go. Don't look at irrational. No, games. you got to look Joel, at Joel. I don't think people. I don't think that that's what's upset. Well, I, I don't think that's what's upsetting people. Me personally, it's just upsetting to see that in all these situations, it's the little guy that gets like fucked over each time. You know. Like, they have a, a studio that makes a few games, and they close it, and then, you know, these people are out of work. I get it. Um, you know? That, and that's why my, my question was in the itinerary, like, do you guys think that this industry, this industry that last year did uh, domestically did around 30, a, a third more uh, gross revenue than the film industry? No. Um, do they need a union? You know, do these people need to start organizing now? Because every time... And I've been doing this long enough. Whenever I see a studio close, I see game journalists tweeting out job opportunities. Like they're tweeting out more than the fucking Arab Spring. You know, like yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. So There's a lot of people that are, are are being hung out to dry each time. Yeah, this happens. I mean, already on Twitter, I saw a lot. There's mm-hmm. uh, an irrational jobs hashtag going around. There's a Google Doc that's going around, um, being sent around by journalists for people that got laid off from it by irrational. Um, yeah, like, like kind of like what David said. So, I mean, it's the one thing. I mean, the, the industry does band together, so it's and and, and uh, people find a way. They, people make it work. Uh, but uh, with that in mind, it's, there's nothing. There's nothing good about people losing their place of employment. You know, their source of income. No, of course, you know, their livelihood. Yeah, have jobs. Their livelihood. I, there's nothing wrong with that. But also, let's look at the other side of the coin. It's kind of like people that sign, that sign up for the military. You you know what you're signing up for. Yeah. Right. So this is a high risk, high reward, you know, lucrative industry. You know, and people are successful. Uh, they're 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 far and few between, and people you know do bounce around from company to company. We even see it with PR people that we work with. I've seen people bounce from Nintendo PR to Sony to Microsoft and back and forth. People bounce around. People move around. That's I think that's it's almost become like a nature of this industry. Mm-hmm. It's also be, and it's become like a second nature for these places to close and get shut down or whatever. And everyone helping each other out. So I mean, at least you have it that people are helping each other out and looking out for one another. But it's an unfortunate thing that has to happen. But at the end of the day, it's a business. You know, it, it sucks. But let me let me tell you, the ones that are successful, they're doing all right. <laughs> like, that's true, and, and that's and that's why I say it's a high risk, high reward. But you know, 
it's it it sucks that people have to lose their jobs, but it, it's it's something that they knew what they were getting themselves into when they jumped into video games. Hey, all it takes is one Flappy Bird. <laughs> oh, uh... I'm just saying. It's 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 so true. Steal some Nintendo assets and you're you're good. You'll make fifty thousand dollars a day. It's, it's so yeah. true. Tax that is my, it's still mind boggling to me that he was making that much. That's that is much insane. That's he, insanity. He claimed to have made fifty thousand dollars. I don't Flappy Bird. <laughs> oh God. I do not doubt that shit. It's probably it's probably more. But uh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, like one thing that that uh, more and more publishers have been doing because there have been, um, there's been some whistleblowers, you know, uh, families, family members of publisher of people that work for these publishers and these developers, you know, calling out the, you know, the awful work conditions and calling out the you crunch know, the, times uh, and the crunch times, the crunching and, uh, the, the the unpaid overtime. Right, so it's you yeah. know there are whistleblowers out there. You know, I'm I'm surprised that these people haven't banded together. But then here's the other thing: well, these publishers can turn around and say, you know what, if you're a member of that union, we're not giving you work. Start your own indie studio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. You know, yeah. so it's 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 not. I I I get what you're saying, Dave, and I'm not saying that's a bad idea. It's just it's just going to be a lot easier. No, it's it's work. never it's never easy. No, never. Right. But I mean, it's it sucks that Irrational Games. I I couldn't believe it when I saw like mm. I just saw it come up on my feed and I was like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, because yeah, they're, they're they're just one of those studios that you think is just has that longevity. You know, you you think of like yeah. a, like a Bungie or like at the time we were thinking, hey, remember Rare? Rare was used to be a big huge studio and like now they're just kind of like yeah, you know. They're the Connect Sports Studio. Yeah, great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you just never know when any of these studios could just suddenly just disappear. Yeah. You know, you just never know. It's interesting. Oh yeah, I should also note that Ken Levine actually mentioned these kind of games last year because he said that's his goal now—that he wants to make um, replayable narrative games—and now he's—that's what he wants to do with the studio. So that's, that's what he wrote on the, the website. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Narrative-driven, highly replayable games. Yep. He talked so. about this last year, and now that's what they're going to be doing. So we shall see. Godspeed, sir. Uh, how much time are we at right now? Because I have I no lost idea. the call I don't think anybody's going to I think we're like at 45. We're close. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we'll do... News? Yeah, we'll do a quick news rundown. Um, so Thief is 1080p on the on the PS4 and well, 900 on the well, Xbox One. talk about this shit again. <laughs> George, I'm sorry. I, just... didn't, I didn't make this shit up, George. Fucking Dave made this idea. Sorry. <laughs> Why am I the one who's supposed to get like super offended by this? Because you're the Xbox guy. I want you to get. You're, you're Mr. Xbox One right now. Right. I, I, I want right you to be. The, can you be the Tom Warren of Dual Shockers? <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to. He's right. He's just jealous of those extra 180 pixels. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We got 792 in Titanfall. You know what, so you're, you're good. You're, you're just overcompensating with all those extra P's. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly satisfied with 900 or 8, whatever. I don't know what album was it. I mean, I think 900, 900. I think the, yeah. fo- the focus, again, outside of the resolution gauge, should be let's hope Thief is good as opposed to yeah, the resolution it runs on. Uh, yeah. Seriously. Exactly. Talk, talk, yeah. about saw, game, seriously. Let's talk, talk about a game that's not shown well at the last couple of press events. Yes. And there's nothing more heartbreaking when you're watching a playthrough of Thief and the guy's like, hey, what'd you think? I'm like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all right. <laughs> yeah, that I think it just it wasn't a game that demoed well, considering it's had so many mechanics and you're sneaking around. It's like so I can't decipher whether the game's just not good or it's just like it's just too com- it's just too complex 
to play that I need more than 45 minutes or 15 minutes to sit with it. It's like uh, I don't know. Like I need to I need to play that game for three hours to just be like, oh no no, it's still bad. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> like I, I think stealth games are really tough to show, especially that kind of traditional. And they're going traditional stealth with this, where you know you get caught. It's like oh no, you can fight your way out. I'm like no, those two dudes are really kicking your ass. Like it's not a uh, it's not a dishonor type deal where it's like oh no, you can fight your way out of six guys because you can teleport and stuff like that. So. So I was Assassin's thinking, like, Creed, just hold triangle and press yeah, square yeah. every now and then. This is more like the original, guys. the original Splinter Cell games. Remember in those games, you would get fucked up if you got caught. Well, you uh, caught, unless you, the mission didn't end, you know. Yeah, if Sam, you got caught three times, up. you yeah. you're it. It's like, no, Sam Fisher, America lost. Fuck yeah, you. pretty much. <laughs> uh, what else we got going on? Uh, okay, so there's yeah. Industry Insider. Heartbroken. He rumored. Just yeah, I, I, I can see the tears. Um, all right, so the rumor is there's going to be new IPs from Gorilla and Sony Santa Monica. Uh, the Last Guardian, because I think that's just obligatory for every insider or whoever passes rumors to just throw that in there. Yeah, just throw it in um, there. Last Guardian. Throw, yeah, because this will get, you know, attention. Um, and then Gran Turismo 7 Prologue is rumored as well. Prologue? And, um, because Gran Turismo 5 <laughs> Prologue was so well received, you know? Wow! <laughs> oh, look, if that's true, I polyphonies out of their fucking minds. I, I don't, I, I don't know anyone that said they couldn't wait to get five prologue or that they liked the idea of playing with a few cars for a couple of years. So I don't know. We'll I mean, see. it's it's gonna happen with Ground Zero's Metal Gear. It's like the 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 release. The game's not coming out yeah. till uh, Part Five's not coming out till like. 2015. No one like, knows. Late 2015. says it's ready, man. Which could no be a million knows. years. <laughs> you wait for a game. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Were you just dramatically reading his uh, tweets? Yes. Wait for a game. I'm wait, going to wait for a game. <laughs> I love your American television. It's so good. <laughs> I had sushi for breakfast this morning. Oh, oh my god. Stop, 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 stop. I can't believe this is happening right now. Incredibly racist. That's definitely not racist. That's not racist at all. Um, uh, new IP from Gorilla Studio. I want to see something new outside of Killzone. I'm so sick of Killzone. Agreed. I don't know who is. I don't know who's dying for more Killzone. I, I, I don't Her- want any more Killzone. Show me something else Her- in that Herbert pretty Holst. engine. Herbert Holst is dying for Killzone. You know what? <laughs> the, if your name is Herbert Holst, you can only make games called Killzone. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bad person. It's it, they're forcing Killzone down my throat. They want us to love this universe. Yeah, the universe and it's is, not working. It's super dull. I can care less about these future people. Like, no, don't care. The Darth Vader mask guys are really neat, but I get tired of shooting them. Show me something compelling. Uh, uh, no more Killzone. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yes, you can work right out of my mouth. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, the year of Luigi is ending on March 18th. Oh, so what are we gonna do? Conclude all of your Luigi-related activities, because after March 18th, they're not gonna be cool anymore. Oh no! So Nintendo may do well again. Uh, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves, right? <laughs> it's, it's all to come back. Just, saying, just wait until Smash Brothers. I don't know. They were just like, "Hey, it's Year of Luigi," and just everything went wrong for Nintendo. Yeah. Somehow they said, "If we make this Year of Luigi, we're going to sell nine million Wii U's," and they did not. Yes. Because Luigi is the mascot this, of the company. Just wait for the year of Peach when it comes around this year. So <laughs> It's like a Chinese New Year, you know? All I'm saying, Nintendo could do some damage if they could just please, please, God, make Smash Brothers online on the DSXL. Real online, not ad hoc. That's all I'm asking. Or cross-platform. Wouldn't it be well, neat if it was a cross-platform thing? Just... Okay, but... 
online that works, that would be nice. I mean, Nintendo <laughs> will have to come into the year 2014 for that to happen. Guys. Like, if Nintendo like, figured out how to use the internet, I think that'd be a big yeah. Forward. Like, if they learned how to use a router and said, like, oh, we should connect multiple, should connect multiple devices at once, like. No. Miyamoto, just give me a call. I'll go over. I'll set the whole thing up for you. I'll do it for free. I'll set up, you know, a nice uh, <laughs> Netgear router. Hook up your network card, you know, hey, PC. Miyamoto's email address is Miyamoto at Netscape. He seems like a private guy. Like he definitely still has a Netscape. Oh man, wouldn't that be great if they just had like a universal account for something? <laughs> Like, somehow the idea of buying something on your DS and then being able to access it on a different Nintendo platform, that that's a, that, I don't know why that idea is so foreign to them. I don't know why they just didn't even approach it. It's just like, no, no, they don't. Why would they want something? Why do they want to buy Wii? That's crazy. We're lucky the eShop isn't hosted on a GeoCities website. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, let's get into some Final Fantasy news here. Uh... <sighs> This, don't worry, it's not the one that I play. Uh, Final Fantasy XII <laughs> HD is a possibility, according to the guy whose name I forgot. Twelve was the really Kitase, yeah. Twelve was the really political one, right? Yeah, twelve was, was really political. I, I really like twelve. I, I would totally play. Yeah, twelve was basically eleven just offline. They took everything from eleven. They just made a game out of it. The battle system, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. not for real. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was the game that played itself. Yeah, yeah exactly. That was, yeah. That was actually yeah. the only thing I liked about that game. Was like, oh, I really don't have to play this. I just got to put up with this stupid character the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no protagonist. Von, that game too. No, it was Von Ratsbane. <laughs> uh, that was uh, that was a game that was just a pure example of just it being focus tested. Because that game was originally supposed to just be about Bosch being the main character. But no, no, he didn't appeal to people. People would relate more to Von Ratsbane. I'm like, who are these people? And they should be sent to North who Korea are these and never people? come back. <laughs> um, That's awful. And uh, a Final Fantasy VII remake, same thing. They said it would take like years to make. It would uh, probably take 500 people, so stop asking for it. Oh, so they don't, um, don't want to make it. I don't, I, think just, I don't want them to make it. They should just this, say it. It's like, listen, guys, we get it. You love this game, and you want to see it. We just don't want to do it. You're going to make yeah. it. Put your cell phone. No. Nah. Like, <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, oh. What else we got here? Uh, Final Fantasy XIII's uh, Lightning. Her arc is concluded, but the character may appear Lightning in other games. Lightning may return again. Yeah. With bigger so, boobs. Mm. In a cameo in some game. Who knows? Uh, and uh, Final Fantasy XIII's mythology will be connected to Final Fantasy XV, which was, okay, that was, that was news to some people, and other people were like, this is so old. Yeah, um, already, but you know. what, what I assumed was when they announced it as XV, that they were kind of, you know, starting from scratch, maybe story-wise, and that's why it was being rebranded, but... Uh, apparently not. Had, my theory so. is it has something to do with the ending of Lightning Returns. I won't say what it is, but I'm like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. The world. You know, I saw the ending to Lightning Returns because I have no interest in playing it. Yeah. And uh, I saw the theories about it, and I'm like, that's interesting, but I still don't know how that would relate to 15. Um, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but Whoa, I, what are you do, George, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> I just put on my, some knowledge. I just put on my anti Final Fantasy sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> And a scholar little thingy there. And yeah, you graduated. My, and my uh, better Final Fantasy idea hat. Mm-hmm. And the idea I came up with is let's not deal with lightning ever. And oh, I agree with you. Yeah. Let's yeah, done. 
and and let's just not do Final Fantasy. You know what? Let's let's take a risk, guys. All right. I got my yeah, I, got, I got my cool guy shades. Let's just get rid of it. Look, look. <laughs> Bravely Default is a game that is exactly <laughs> like Final Fantasy, but not called that, and it's doing just fine. Let's let's just let's just drop it. You know, just let's, let's we're ready to move on from Final Fantasy. All right, Joker. <laughs> just say, George, wish in one hand and shit in the other. See which one fills up first. <laughs> wow. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's because I made fun of real now, man. It's because I made fun of Star Trek earlier, and that's just like his sauce. That's still <laughs> that cut deep, man. Um, oh yeah, one more thing. Uh, the PS4 has sold five million units since launch. So congratulations Yay, to for all you PS fanboys. Here's a nice little, you know, for your EPing. There you go. There's oh, validation. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking Xbox. I mean, Xboxes. That's a lot of places. Uh, <laughs> Just wait until they sell. Before you insult George. Ten eighty million units. Ten eighty million. And Xbox has nine hundred. Just to to put this in perspective, in terms of what this means, I mean, it's great for console gaming in general. Mm. Microsoft is moving units. Sony's moving units. This is really, really good. Because it shows yeah, that people that people want hardware right now. That's just that's a great great thing. They waited yeah. long enough. People were hungry for them, and they're selling. You can't find PS4s in stock still. So they come. Four hundred is the magical number. They come in and they go. And um, the 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 one telling thing about the five point three, the original forecast which Sony was aiming for was five million by the end of March. Yeah, that's right. And we're talking about. Third week of February, there are 5.3 million. God and, damn, that's a lot of places. Yeah, and now they're, proje- they're projecting like 6 million by the end of like March. So That's crazy. You know, it's I mean, your eyes are crazy right now, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. But, uh, but uh, no, that's it's just it's really that's that's a crazy number. Um, to put things in perspective, when the Xbox 360 launched in 2005, by the time that the PS3 launched a year later, Microsoft had moved. 10 million units, and that was like unheard of. That lead, so yeah. I can't even imagine what these people are going to do in the first year. Three million in three months, uh, they're probably trending to probably 13, 14 million units. Shit, yeah, that's amazing because yeah. you know, the more consoles that are out there, the more uh, people are going to be fighting for exclusive mm-hmm. titles. You know, more more competition. That deserve the monitor, George. Yes, because <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'm going to say something insightful right now. This is my insightful monitor. <laughs> this is the Regardless this, of what console it is, guy. the more of them floating out there, the better. Exactly. I find it interesting. Remember these analysts are saying, like, consoles are dead. It's all about mobile. Yeah. What do you say about this, you know? And fucking nine million consoles later. Yeah, exactly. In, in, in like, literally, uh, you know, PS3's out three months of the 15th. Yeah, PS4, yeah. I mean, yeah, PS4's out three, three months of the 15th. That's absurd. Yeah, and you know, and the fanboys like, oh yeah, PS4 selling more. Like Xbox is selling a lot too, man. But obviously, console gaming is dying, guys. Yeah, obviously, so, yeah. So yeah. I just find it funny because these guys dead. they like to focus obviously. on like what's happening at the moment. Like mobile is so hot now. This is the future. I'm like, no, it doesn't work like that. Honestly, what in a moment, it's not indicative of the future. You know. Honestly, I think what's happening with mobile, I mean, what's happening with consoles. I think mobile is helping consoles. I know this is gonna sound crazy. Okay, hit us with some facts. No, 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 not really a fact. This is a, a crazy thought. Okay, okay. Do you need a monocle first? I can give no, you no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> he can hook you up. Wait, you can hook me up? No, I don't think you can hook me up. I think you have to hook yourself up. Hook me up. I'm dragging drop and nothing's happening. No, no, it doesn't work like that. It's a Google effects, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that what we're doing right now? Yeah, right. Okay. 
So if uh, where's this monocle here? I definitely need to put this on. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. Oh so, my god. There we go. There so we go. Basically. So basically, I mean, this is gonna sound crazy. Now think about this. You go to a store. You go to an Apple store, Best Buy. That's been five hundred dollars on a tablet. Yeah. Or you can spend five hundred dollars, or four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which either way you go, on a fucking game console that's gonna last you a decade. With a decade worth of games. <laughs> Perfect. So, and I, and I think, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, these consumer electronics, they are coming down in price, but some of them are still $200, $300. You know, a Nexus tablet, fully loaded, is 349 So you can get that, or 50 bucks more, you get a PS4. So, honestly, I think price point yes. is helping this time around. I think they're at the perfect price point, even though the cost of everything else has gone up, and you know all these other consumer electronics that we picking up that we've been picking up are getting more and more expensive. You know, cell phone companies are selling phones at full price now. You know, to do yeah. and people are, and people are prepared to buy phones at five, six, seven hundred dollars a pop. You know, because they have like no contract or whatever, so they're buying them at full price. Buying a console at four hundred bucks isn't so bad, and I think that that's that that the cost of other electronics and all these other devices. Being parts of our lives and those not, you know, the prices of those kinds of uh, devices not being so accessible for some people, mm. the console doesn't seem like that bad of a deal. Yeah, I think all. people just like seeing the success of mobile games just because when a mobile game does well, it makes news everywhere. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that, as much as making fun of Flappy Birds, it was making $50,000 a day. That's nothing to laugh at. And that was a free game that probably cost him, like, what, $40 to make in Game Maker. <laughs> like, I think mm-hmm. when an analyst sees that, it's like, this is the fucking future. People are making games for nothing. <laughs> he was in some shed with bamboo network cables. He was, was amazing. <laughs> How does he do it? Mobiles. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. Oh but God! They 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 see dollars. <laughs> yeah, you see dollar signs, people go nuts. Or it's just like, oh, mobile's the new thing. Look, it made a billion dollars. It's that's not always the case. It's not always about money. Right. Yep. Right. <laughs> and, I, and I and I think I just think that these these units came in at the right price, and it's it's really showing and it's helping. It's helping a whole lot. So thank thank you Microsoft and Sony for not trying to charge like eight hundred dollars for these games. <laughs> You're right though. My as much as they, you wanted to, they could have easily gone that route too. As like, much as you wanted, they could be like, "Well, shit's gone up." I'm sorry, it's gonna yeah. be a thousand bucks. Like this, this E3 could have been a lot more weird if like. Well, I'm pretty sure there was a dartboard there of just like, all right, listen, we're gonna start at six hundred bucks and we're gonna see how the owner. <laughs> We're let's gonna see. see take it. Let's see what they're gonna do. All right. And if, if they groan next week, we're slashing it down seventy-five dollars. Or like, what's Microsoft gonna do? Five hundred dollars? Well, fuck them. We're doing four hundred dollars. We're taking. We're taking. We're taking a loss. That's fine. I'll take a loss. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take the hit. And I was like, I, I keep for my favorite uh, Sony exec is uh, Ken Kutaragi, just because I think of him as like an anime villain. <laughs> and he's totally not. He's just like a sweet, gentle old man. But I keep thinking him as like the final boss from like a Final Fight or like Streets of Rage. He's just sitting in his chair with his martini and just like, yeah, he's just evil. And I that that's how I see Kenny Rogan. I yeah, that's five hundred. No, four hundred dollars. Jesus. <laughs> Black Friday Bundaroo. Yes. Uh... <laughs> oh man. Oh, God. Uh, so we're the worst. <laughs> What are you guys playing this week, excluding uh, Titanfall beta? <laughs> Who's going first? Um, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm just savoring the flavor that is Tomb Raider right now. Yeah, it's pretty damn sweet, ain't it? Dude, I, the, yeah. the one thing, <laughs> me, I can only take, the, I, like, I want to like just marathon the shit out of that game, but mm-hmm. I can only take it in small doses because mm-hmm. I feel so bad for her. 
Yeah. yeah. Especially if you get her killed. Oh, shit. Oh, God, yeah. No, but, like, when things get intense and that music comes on, I'm just like, fuck, shit. I need to get out of here now. Doesn't that game have a really good survival horror feel for the first couple hours? It It does, yeah. It's it's really tense, you know, and then until you start getting weapons and you're like, oh, I can fight back, that's great. But, yeah, the first couple hours. Yeah, yeah, then you're like, bring it. Yeah, it's she's she's an unstoppable killing machine, and like she does that literally on a dime, where she she kills a guy, she cries for like thirty minutes, and then she literally just kills everyone. Yep. <laughs> which by the which by the way, uh, the, the 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 PR team and the marketing team behind Tomb Raider say, mm. don't call it an Uncharted clone. It's not Uncharted. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> Fuck all of you. I, you know, that I actually like that so better uncharted. than Uncharted. I mean, I, I I prefer that more than Uncharted. I think it did Uncharted better than Uncharted. I, yeah, I mean, which is ironic because Uncharted got its stuff from Tomb Raider, the original it, one. It, you know, is, it all came yeah, around. It's, much, they're, yeah. they're very similar games, <laughs> yeah. guys. They're, yeah. they're in the same no, they're, genre. That's all it is. Tomb Raider yeah. is a lot more brutal than Uncharted <clears throat> ever was. It's that that Nathan Drake is an idiot, and that's what it is. I, I, I don't know. It's just it's like, it's like Uncharted, if Uncharted would if their movies, you know, like this exclude Indiana Jones, they would okay. Uncharted would be P thirteen. Tomb Raiders are like. There, there's yeah. a difference there. That's 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 what yeah. that's what it is. It's starting. It's a little a little sillier. It I mean it has its serious moments. Yeah. But, uh, but I think Tomb Raider is a little more intense and a little more. I think it treats you more like an adult. And yeah, I, it does. I, like I feel like I'm playing like an adult yeah. game without like the. Obviously, it's very violent, but I don't need like it. It doesn't have like the. Like I hate I hate games that are gratuitous for the sake of being gratuitous mm-hmm. and like the, the, like they'll throw in fucking uh, I just cursed but they'll throw in f bombs. You've been cursing like the whole that. night, dude. <laughs> yeah, where have you been? No, I'm saying that they'll say certain things just for the hell of it. Like I hate yeah. that. No, I, but the I, thing I is, I don't think Tomb Raider is one of those games. No, it's not. The thing is, the I think the violence in that game sticks out more just because it's not gratuitous. It's used right, you know, and that's where it feels more visceral. Right. Right. But um, yeah, it's it's a great game, you know. It's definitely if you're gonna bring back any game, that's definitely one to bring back. So I agree. Um, as far as what I'm playing, I haven't started yet. I'm gonna play Strider. Watch out for that review, people. And, All right. And uh, a certain th- a sneaking thieving game, which I'm not gonna mention. And I'm also playing Shin Megami Tensei 4 and Tomb Raider. I'm playing a lot of shit this week. Usually I only come on one game. I got a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm like Giuseppe now. I'm playing five fucking games, everybody. A, a sneaking <laughs> thieving game. Yeah, I'm playing that. Um, <laughs> just, yeah. just, just sidetrack for a second. When we had our meeting last night and we were just all saying goodbye, and Giuseppe, we're in, Giuseppe after talking for like three hours about new <laughs> stuff, he's like, "Okay, guys, I need to go because I need to do a raid." I'm like, "This guy doesn't sleep." Yeah, he doesn't sleep. Yeah, Giuseppe's a fucking vampire. He's an Italian vampire. <laughs> well, well, I just assumed that he's just like he's just submerged in like a video game news like cocoon, and he just kind of absorbs. No, he, 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 he is. He is. He is. He actually is. The Matrix. He's tapped into the Matrix. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing. Oh man, um, Ryan, what are you playing? Um, I only yeah, I only really played Last of Us Left Behind. Um, but I also was replaying season one of The Walking Dead on Steam. Uh, because I clearly didn't get enough. Uh, Wait, you played it on the Vita, now you're playing it on Steam? Yeah, I, I didn't. Play, no, 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 I played it originally on 360, and I'm playing it on Steam now. Um, Who's playing it on Vita? Uh, Diana. Oh, Diana, Diana. Diana. Oh, okay. You're, you're both going for punishment. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't get enough uh, emotional torment from Left Behind. So <laughs> yeah, seriously. More, so. <laughs> uh, but that's it. I haven't been playing anything else. Uh, I'm indie snobbing it up and doing uh, jazz punk. Of course. Because I'm hearing good things about it. And uh, I did start the second episode of A Wolf Among Us, and then I went and got pizza and then totally forgot I had le- I left the Xbox off. Domino's? So, uh, well, yeah, oh, damn it, Ryan. <laughs> 
episode one sixty two of the Shotcast is brought to you by Domino's. As soon as he yeah, said right. pizza, I thought Domino's. For the finest cardboard tasting pizza, we only go to Domino's. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a, it's about the cheesy bread. That's the that's the game breaker right there. The cheesy bread. Uh, yeah, yes, also the headset breaker. Uh, yeah, no, you just had to go there, Tony. You had to go yeah, there. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> What, what do you, um, you play this week, Dave? Yeah, what you uh, I, I played. Can guess, a... I can guess. I can guess. Um, Final Fantasy eleven. Eleven. Well, that was the last Star one. Out. Trek Star Online. Trek. Star Trek Online because yes. of a new event called it's uh, Captain Kirk's anniversary where he punches the dude <laughs> dressed up like the lizard. Final Fantasy. The Gorn. Yeah, the Gorn. Final Fantasy twelve. Hoping for HD. Eddie, Eddie's rewatching. <laughs> He's six of the next generation. Because you're not a fan of Deep Space Nine, but... I love Deep Space Nine! What are you, kidding? Space Nine is the best. I got your back, Dave. No, I played a little bit of Dust Force, the games that George mentioned, and Lego Lord of the Rings, which I have to finish. Fucking Dust Force, man. That game is nuts. It's hard, too. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, I don't know how to end the shotcast because we're all kind of here. Yeah. Yeah. We're done. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, you'll see us live again, people. Yeah. And um, that went well. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You want to just say goodbye, everyone? Uh, You want to do that? You want me to do it? George, Joel, Ryan. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie, George. That's not. I had a birthday. Everybody has beards now. Alright, yeah. George Jimenez. I'll see you all next week. <laughs> George Jimenez. <laughs> Jimenez. <laughs> Alright, guys. Peace out. Alright, good night. Later, love.